Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth with each other, and with a divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. My name is uh, Glenn Jordan. I'm from uh, near Belfast in Northern Ireland, and uh, I work for Coromila, which is the Northern Ireland's oldest peace and reconciliation uh, organization. And I'm, I look after our uh, programs and uh, work in public theology. Back home, we're marking a full decade and more of centenaries, uh, all of which have implications for our island, for its borders and its relationships on the island and between the island of Great Britain and, and uh, Ireland and Europe, um, all marking around the, the war, the First World War, and uh, but also the centenary of our own civil war and our declaration of independence and the formation of Northern Ireland as a separate state. And all of these different uh, centenaries um, are contested and difficult and uh, put stress on our community. Um, And all of them now are layered over with uh, the vote from two years ago to take the UK out of the EU, uh, what we call Brexit. Um, It has meant a a rising tension in our community about identity, about belonging, about borders, and also a, a recognition that faith communities are struggling to talk about these things, although they are the biggest and most important issues in public discourse. So at Coromila, we uh, we feel that this is our territory, this is our space where we provide resources and facilitation to enable difficult conversations. And so on the island, we have been um, catalyzing conversations about these difficult issues of borders and belonging and diversity and difference. Through it all, we're using the book of Ruth from the Hebrew Scriptures as our lens through which to view these uh, questions of contest and conflict. And I've been uh, endlessly fascinated at how uh, wonderful this small and seemingly insignificant book is to these difficult conversations. One of the things that really fascinates me is the liturgical tradition associated with the Book of Ruth. Uh, In Jewish tradition, Ruth is the second of five short books which are called collectively the Megaloth or the Five Scrolls. Each of these books has an annual setting in the Jewish calendar and are read in their entirety in the synagogue on these special holidays. 
The book of Ruth is associated with the festival of Pentecost and it's read alongside the Torah reading from Exodus 19 and 20, which records the story of Moses on top of Sinai and the giving of the Ten Commandments. This liturgical setting for the book is fascinating. The Exodus readings epic and magnificent it's full of fiery images of smoky mountains and trembling earth there's thunder and lightning and deafening trumpet blasts and somewhere in the middle of all that noise Yahweh speaks and the people are terrified it's a really cinematic uh, image in Ruth though the atmosphere is very different Ruth is an intimate story of survival in the face of the overwhelming ordinary. There's bereavement and hunger, there's isolation and hard work in the struggle to survive as a migrant. It's a small story on the surface. And finally in the book there is a great and transformational kindness that results in the securing of a place for a displaced person. It also results in the transformation of the life of the one who acted in kindness towards this person. His name is Boaz, the wealthy landowner who opens first his fields and then his home life to the stranger. He finds a wife and then a child and then an honoured place in the family line of King David. But it's not just about the transformation of the lives of these individuals. The community is also transformed by this act of kindness. In the story, a community manages to overcome its antipathy and suspicion towards this stranger from Moab. In doing so, it reaches a new understanding of itself. It crafts a system of laws which pay attention to the plight of the vulnerable And it welcomes someone into the web of kinship who would otherwise be excluded. So I'm fascinated about how these two stories work together. The great big epic thing of Exodus and the small intimate story of Ruth. For the festival liturgy seems to connect the struggles of ordinary people and their lives into the great ground shaking events of Sinai. It thus preserves the significance of the common experience of regular people in the face of great world-making events and dares us to find ways of making personal what would otherwise be overwhelming. I think there's a challenge here to the church to always keep the stories of human beings alive in the face of our big politics. To never let our rulers forget that at the root of it all are the lives and the influence on the lives of ordinary people. But there's another dimension, uh, I think, worth mentioning in this liturgical coupling. It suggests that possibly the story of Ruth is the appropriate lens through which to view the law. What I mean is that placing these two stories side by side is meant to alert us to the fact that kindness and love for the other, rather than ritual purity, is the proper intent and purpose of the law. And where the application of law results in an unintended unkindness to an individual, we can't just shrug our shoulders. We must change the law to ensure kindness is found in community.
This is true, I think, at a local level, and it's also true at a national level, where in great difficult and conflicted political situations, like Brexit back at home, or your own political situation here in the US, there's a temptation to revert to legal definitions and the creation of impersonal international agreements which find in their application find little space, little time or patience for the plight of real people. The liturgical setting for Ruth challenges us to see something else and something better, I think, because it alerts us to the transformational impact of human kindness. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.